Hey, I'm Allison Hare, and welcome to Little Left of Center, the podcast that interviews culture changers that are reshaping our world and breaking new ground. Not that this is news, but it's a really crazy time out there. Week by week, day by day, hour by hour, new information, new reality, new stress. And guess what? Like it or not, the culture is changing. So how do you cope? And one thing is for certain about the coronavirus. There will be a beginning, a middle, and an end. And nobody can predict when the end will be and what the collateral damage will be, which is stressful in itself. But there are a few things we can control and at least contribute to a solution and be the better you. But we need to take care of a few things ourselves, kind of like putting the oxygen mask on yourself first before assisting others. Last Saturday, and at times over the past week, I felt my emotions jerked around by new information from the news, social media, friends, whatever. I know I'm not alone here, but helpless is not my favorite feeling. And I realized that there are two surefire ways to get me out of any funk, rut, or when I start getting judgy on other people. And number one is to be creative, to create anything. So for me, I might write in a journal or podcast or even a social media post. And as a result, I finally launched my blog that I've been sitting on for months. And I was going to do it weekly on release to my Tuesday podcast episodes. But right now, I'm doing it daily because I feel like people really need something steady and strong as we weather the storm together. So if you'd like to receive my newsletter, and I sure hope you do, I'd love to stay connected with you. Please go to allisonhair.com and sign up right on the homepage. Also, while you're at it, subscribe to this podcast. Now, the other funk buster is moving my body. The endorphin rush, the confidence comes roaring back, and all of these creative ideas come flooding through. And my number one magic wand when I need to get my head right is moving, just moving. So I need to rewind for a minute. In the very beginning of this year, I stumbled on this dance class I had never heard of. And as you'll hear from this conversation, halfway through the first time I tried this dance class, something really profound happened, like life-altering. This was not just any dance class. Rebel Groove is a culture changer. So have you ever watched So You Think You Can Dance or Dancing with the Stars, and you think to yourself, I bet if I was locked in a room for hours and weeks with these dance pros, I could do that, right? Uh, of course, of course you have. We all have. We all feel that way. That's why those shows are so popular. And the concept of this particular dance class, Rebel Groove and Rebel Fitness, is the lights are low so no one feels intimidated and the music is loud so you can just get lost in it. Uh, so you don't feel self-conscious that you may not know the moves. There's no instruction other than physical cues. So no instructor is yelling at you or kind of breaking it down. You just follow along as best you can. And what happened to me about a halfway through this first class is the most intense release I have ever felt. And then this pure joy. And I am a terrible dancer. I didn't know any of the moves. I didn't know what hit me, but I knew I had to tell everyone on earth about it and keep coming back. And after that first class, I went deep into the rabbit hole of the origins of Rebel Fitness and read the stories of the co-founders and the transformational stories on there and turned out I was right. It was so much more than a dance class. There's a huge community called Rebel Nation that spans throughout the country. And not only do they offer in-person classes nationwide, but they also have on-demand fitness, instructor training, and apparel. And if you're reading this on my website, go check out the transformation pictures. You will be blown away. It's insane. You can click on the show notes, sign up, and get your first month free of Rebel Fitness using code REBELGETFIT, R-E-B-3-L, GETFIT. That three is a little bit tricky. Uh, but okay, 
Let's get to my chat with two of the co-founders of the groundbreaking Rebel Fitness, Ashley Hughes and Trisha Crimines. Well, thank you for asking about my story too. Yeah. Yeah, so we are, I'm so excited. I'm going to fangirl for just a second. So I'm here with Trisha Crimines. Uh-huh. Did I say that right? You did. And Ashley Hughes. They are two of the three co-founders of Rebel Fitness. So if any of you follow me on Instagram and you see all of these crazy dance videos that have all of a sudden started popping up, these are the ladies that founded this. And it is an online fitness program, but also in person. And this community that I have found, so I wanted to tell you how I found Rebel Fitness and Rebel Groove, which is the name of this dance class. So I wake up at 4.30 in the morning on purpose. And I got, <laughs> I have to kind of add that. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the way my schedule is, I have five to 5.30 a.m. is my time when I can work out. Mm -hmm. So I work out with a trainer and the trainer was off on vacation the last week of December. And I was like, you know, I have a little more flexibility. Let me just do what I really want to do because I don't have that limitation of just 5 to 5.30. So I was like, let me just go try dance. And so I went to Dance 101 and I saw in the description where it said, don't worry, by the third time you go, you'll start to get the moves. And I'm like, okay, cool, because <laughs> it almost let me kind of off the hook a little bit. Right. And I was like, let me just try it. So I get there, and then Ashley is teaching the class. And I'm like, this girl's probably in her 20s, maybe 30s, <laughs> probably never had kids with a body like that. <laughs> and um, she's probably been dancing her whole life. So it was a very different kind of dance class and different that it is dark, the music's loud, and there's no instruction. Right. And because of the description saying you'll get it by the third try, it told me that I didn't have to know the moves. Mm -hmm. Yes. And something insane happened, like really a visceral reaction happened in, in about the middle of the class. And I started to get this rush where mm. it felt like the biggest release I have ever felt in my life. And mm. I am always chasing a release because I'm a busy gal. I put a lot on my plate and I'm very, very wound tight. Yeah. And so I'll go to like kickboxing. I'll go to mm -hmm. play racquetball. I'll go play ping pong at work just to kind of get some energy out. But nothing was like this. Mm -hmm. But not only did I have that kind of release as a mother who is working, working, working and kind of taking care of things, I started to feel this unbelievable sense of joy that I hadn't felt yeah. in any other way. And something happened where it was so profound that I'm like, I need to sit with this because this is not normal. This is not like you just go to a dance class and it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. This is like life altering. Yes. <laughs> and I promise I'll let you guys talk or you can just hang no, out. I love, I love hearing this. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, because you're explaining things that both of us have experienced, which is why we created yes. the format. But we love hearing this from our community. We call them yeah. Rebel Nation. This stuff keeps but us Rebel Nation, inspired yeah. and motivated. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I only have five to five thirty in the morning, right? And now I'm going four or five times a week in the most inconvenient times. <laughs> yeah. I have arranged my schedule. And we've heard I that a few it. times from our from from the people who've been taking our classes. We love that. Yeah, I they feel like, like rearrange their health days, yeah. their work it, schedules, their oh yeah time with their you know families or date nights with their husband. All even. of it. <laughs> Vacations. But you know what? Though it's funny because we're seeing just like this whole community. Of people who are kind of just waking up, finding their voice and, and demanding to make time for themselves again, that it's just, it's, it hasn't been a priority for so long. And, um, you know, they're waking back up and they're making it a priority. And so, yes. and I, and, and I love that, that you're kind of just like, this is the only time I have. Well, no, it's not that, you know, I can make whatever time I want. Like it's my it's my prerogative to do that, and this is important to me. I'm going to do this, and, and you show up for other people better in your life you when really you are do. happy yeah. and getting this release that you're talking about. Well, you're not on autopilot anymore. Yeah. And I asked my husband, I'm like, honey, is it okay if I go Wednesday night? And he's like, 
yeah, go, go. You're so happy. You're so much happier. Ah, and I love, that. Yeah, I love that he's supportive of that. Because that's, that's huge. It's huge. So I started to read up on your, your both of your biographies and Angela's too. So there are three co-founders. Mm-hmm. I have two of them here in Atlanta and one is in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Is that where Angela is too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I know that this kind of started with you, Ashley, or at least the dance class. So I'd love right. to hear more about your story of how this came about. Okay. Wow. Yes. So for me, I had um, the I have two boys, almost fourteen and eleven. And after I had the second one, you know, I had put on a little weight. I was like thirty one, and just things weren't bouncing back like they had. I thought I needed to do something, but I had never worked out before. And so you um, never had any dance experience. No, not a work workout. Neither of us. Is have. that even a word? Yeah. Not no. a fitness gal. <laughs> no, no fitness. We, we were not yeah. gym rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No motivation to do any kind of fitness. Just like, yeah, have drink beers and like eat wings yeah. and party and hang out and take care of my kids and stuff like that. It's pretty laid back. And then also, yeah, no dance. Just like maybe some tap when I was like four years old, yeah. you know, but nothing, no real training. But I always loved music. Like music has always moved me. And I always, when I was young, I would go in my basement by myself and like turn off the lights and and do like a spotlight with a flashlight with my friends and stuff too. And we'd make up dances like Janet Jackson (laughs) and Madonna and Michael Jackson and all the... All those people from the 80s. I loved, always loved music. So my mom actually became single and she wanted to get in shape. So she was like, so there's this class and it was Zumba, a Zumba class. She's like, you know, do you want to come with me? And so I went to this class with my mom and it was a wild class. It was amazing though. Like I, just like you, what you're saying, like I was in there and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Because this girl that I was, that I actually ended up following for years, she was just like electric up there. Mm-hmm. Like she had the passion, she had the drive and the music and everything. And it was horrific. My first class, like I was in the back row, like lost and could not breathe and all those things that, you know, most people experience when they first come to a class. But it was like, oh my gosh, I got to go back. I got to do that again. So... I ended up, my mom hated it, by the way. I know. Yeah. She was like, what is this? It was like hardcore Atlanta rap. She's like, get me out of here. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah, I just ended up going back and following this instructor around. Um, It kind of, you know, ended up after a couple of years, like close to the front, but had never been in front, like teaching a a song or, you know, leading. And I honestly would have never become an instructor like it never even was anything that really ever crossed my mind I just I don't think I thought I could do it and she was just so great I was really happy you know and there was some community and friends and things like that and then we ended up moving to Colorado so we moved to Colorado for really no reason other than that my husband wanted to move there to like be with like mountains like, yeah the, there was no job or anything and so I really went against my will I did not want to go <laughs> When I got there, I started looking for a class, a dance fitness class, and I took all the different instructors in the area, and none of them were doing it for me. I'm like, where is this class that I need, you know, because it was the only thing I'd ever done that I actually stuck with. like an addiction, Yeah. Yeah. And so I started thinking, man, like I know probably an hour's worth of songs. Maybe I should just get certified to teach a class and see what happens and if it's just me in the class then like at least I'm moving and getting my workout but I ended up going to a training it was definitely a leap for me and actually there was a studio owner there and she came up to me and she was like hey do you need a job I was like mm-hmm yeah I do <laughs> so I ended up going to the studio and I think I went to like the first class I think it was Karen's class I went to and I was just like oh yeah this is a really this is a cool place, cool studio. I liked it. And then I got a call about a week later asking me to sub a class first. And I was so scared and I did not want to say yes, but I knew I had to say yes because if I didn't, then you let the fear hold you back and you're never going to move forward, right? Yeah. So I knew that I'd already like gotten certified at this point. Let's just say yes to it all. 
So I said, yes, showed up to teach that first class. I mean, man, I practiced for hours in the bathroom, like queuing to myself in the bathroom, trying to figure out how to even lead a class. And I, it was terrible. The first class was awful. <laughs> it was like eight people. I remember I walked out in the- Eight um, people sounds pretty good for a first yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't too bad, you know, but they were all kind of, I, I mean, it was good. And the, the, the studio owner was like, man, that was crickets. That was pretty like low key in there. And I'm like, well, yeah. So anyways, I, and I loved it. I just like almost got like bitten by it. Like I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be better and I'm going to do more. And just started pouring myself into it and making that commitment to myself that I wanted to do it and I wanted to be better. And, and then there's a whole story like that includes her from here. So I feel like this is kind of how we do it in our training. I start here and then yeah. like pause and like hand Trisha, it over to her. I can't wait. And then we come back. To the, Trisha's got a crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> how I stumbled into the fitness industry was really, um, I mean, I just like with Ashley, um, neither one of us have a background in fitness or in dance. And we just stumbled into it for different reasons. For her, it was, you know, the move and and having to create a community for herself in a very difficult life situation. And same thing for me. It just looked a little bit different. I am a mother of four boys. I was a stay-at-home mom for 16 years. I homeschooled my children for 10 years. Um, God bless you. (laughs) You were homeschooled too, right? I was from third grade through high school. Wow. I grew up in a very conservative home and I was part of a very conservative church. And because of that, um, we just didn't dance. And also, you know, same thing with um, clothing, very conservative, very, you know, modest. Uh, This is hilarious, by the way. Yeah, I I get the whole rebel (laughs) thing. (laughs) The funny thing is, though, you know, when we talk about the name rebel, it was very, um, it was very intentional naming it that because we are really not only um, is the format rebelling against the status quo of what is in the fitness industry right now and that includes you know we teach with the lights off we blare the music really loud we take the microphones off we don't yell at our students we there's no have, instruction no right. well there's instruction in the form of non-verbal, non-verbal cueing mm-hmm. and so we don't want people in the back row to get completely lost and frustrated there is a way to instruct without yelling at people because mm-hmm. our whole the whole um, point of what we do is to make it not feel like working out. Um, it is to create almost an alternate and like, oh, I don't want to say, I wanna, we want to transport our students, you know, once they walk through that door into another place because of everyone in that room has a story. We want to create an environment, an atmosphere where people can forget about being in a class with other people, which is why we turn the lights off, because we want that intimidation factor yes. to go away. But dancing can be very intimidating, and that environment but that part's huge, Trisha. It is huge. You know, we, we found that don't we go to s- dance class because it feels so intimidating. They're afraid that they're going to go the wrong move or right. squat at the wrong when time. When you turn the lights off, people forget the whole like it's an inhibition thing that they just the inhibitions wash away because you aren't constantly thinking about how people are staring at you watching you judging you like mm-hmm. none of that is in that room at that point and and then we turn the music up really loud so that we get lost in the music and what that does is again for you it was just like this high this release and we we have found that it's just this way for people to get back in touch with who they are or maybe just start peeling off the layers like an onion, like just peeling off the layers and finding, you know, who they really are when they maybe didn't know and finding their voice. And there's just this freedom in it. And then it also ignites creativity as well. And a lot of these, I mean, a lot of our students on the demographic is, you know, mothers. And I think you devote yourself, like Ashley was saying, so much to your family, um, which is not a bad thing. But in the process of that, you sort of lose who you are or never had an opportunity Mm -hmm. to know who you were. So for me, I, um, you know, I got married very young and I had um, kids very um, young. My oldest is going to be 20 in April. So insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I have a senior, 17. He's graduating this year, 14-year-old freshman, and then um, eight-year-old third grader. 
uh, all boys, <laughs> a lot of testosterone in my house. A lot of testosterone. Yeah. Um, and then my, um, at the time, husband um, was also, he started working from home. So it was a lot of boys in my house. <laughs> anyway, I came, became pregnant with my fourth one. He was six years after the rest because it's like, oh, let's try for the girl. <laughs> Not a girl. Um, <laughs> but that pregnancy was very different. I was given a diagnosis with him that was pretty fatal. I was given a statistic of with this diagnosis of all pregnancies, only 1% of pregnancies have this diagnosis. Mm. And of that, um, 93% medically terminate that pregnancy because the prognosis is really bad. When you're given that kind of news, it kind of shakes up your world a little bit. It was very early on. It was at nine weeks, you know, it was just confirming the pregnancy kind of ultrasound. And then they, they found the problem right away. And, and they call in another doctor. And that's when you know something's going on. And then you're brought into a room and you're given this news. And, and then what do you do with that? I went into this place where I'm struggling even with acknowledging I'm pregnant at that point, because if you're going to lose this baby, there's a lot that happens in your head, a lot of soul searching, a lot of screaming at God, a lot of trying to figure out what's going on. You know, I went through a really dark place, but I came to a place where it's like, you know what? He's fighting for his life and I'm going to fight with him. So followed the pregnancy through and um, saw him get stronger. And I had decided within myself, you know what? He's fighting. I'll fight with him. And, you know, I'll deal with whatever is on the other side of this. And I had a piece about it. But then he, he, and then he was born. He's actually been written up in a medical journal because with what he had, it was a cystic hygroma. And there's so many, there can be so many causes for that. When he was delivered, he still had some of the hygroma on his neck. I mean, he was nine pounds healthy kid. They whisked him away to check him out. And they're like trying to find, you know, they saw the high grandma, obviously, and they knew what they were dealing with. But they were trying to figure out, you know, is it Downs? Like, what is it? And he was fine. And healthy. The hygroma receded within a week. So kind of fast forward a little bit to after going through all of that, getting home, I went through a pretty dark place. Because, you know, after all of that, I think you just plow through life when you have to. And then things get quiet. And then you're left with all of the feelings that you haven't really dealt with yet. And I had also gained a lot of weight through my journey. I've lost almost 50 pounds. Wow. But I was dealing with a lot of depressed feelings, emotions, unhappy with the way I looked, unhappy with trying to figure out what my purpose was in life. I just a lot of questioning and, and also just not feeling good. I was reading a book to my kid on the floor and like I get up and let's like throw my back out just trying to get up off the floor (laughs) like what has happened to me (laughs) um so it was bad I got to this place where I was like I feel like I need to do something I need to do something to change my life like this is I'm not happy this is not working out for me anymore I feel like I'm dying inside and I I have to deal with this and really it was uh, you know mental more than physical I needed something to, to to like just save me and I had a lot of stress in my life at the time too. Cause again, it's a lot, it's a big responsibility yeah, and homeschooling <laughs> yeah. and all of that. So, you know, it's a lot, I'm in the house a lot. And I think there comes a point too where you just feel a little suffocated as well. And you just need, I've never, I hadn't done anything for myself. I don't think ever because I got married so young and had kids so young. So I started thinking I need to get healthier. My time away from the house was like Starbucks and mm-hmm. the Starbucks was making me fat. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, there was something more than that. Like, I feel like I need to do something else. But then uh, my neighbor who had recently become a certified fitness instructor asked me to go to a, a dance fitness class with her and because she was going to be subbing it. And she's like, it was a Zumba class. She's, she's like, hey, would you go with me? And I'm like, sure. So I went to the class with her and it was awful. I was going left when everyone was going right. And, you know, I had a lot more weight on me and everything shook in a really bad way. And I just kept looking at my watch like, dear God, when is this class going to be over? Mm. And then it was over. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> it was awful. Um, and then like three days later, I was like, I I kind of liked it. Like something was starting to awaken in me. And so I decided to go again the following week. And same thing, I was huffing and puffing because I was so out of shape. My experience with the gym was, you know, nursing all my kids, watching 12 seasons of The Biggest Loser, eating potato chips on the couch. Like that's what my experience in fitness was. That's like all of America, by the way. (laughs) Well, I like to tell people that because they automatically think that this is something that we've done. We're just like everyone else in our class. All the instructors I've met, nobody has 
a dance background. Right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Insane. We only have a couple that have it. Yeah, only, yeah. only a few. Third weekend, my friend couldn't make it. I was so disappointed because it was really the first time in my life that I had done something for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was really looking forward to going. And I didn't want to go by myself. But she, you know, she backed up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go anyway. But there was a studio in town that I kept driving past called Hot Fitness. And there was a banner in the window, you know, Zumba classes. I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. I kind of want to try this place. And so maybe tonight's a good time. So I called the studio and I said, you know, hey, do you have a, you know, a, a Zumba class tonight? And they're like, yeah, we, we do. Oh, and you'll love the instructor. Her name is Ashley. <laughs> so I wandered in. This um, is what, 2012? Yeah. 2012. It was 2012. Yeah. I wandered into the studio. She's like buzzing around and checking people in and her cute little like tasseled cargo pants <laughs> <laughs> and pigtails. I think pretty, uh, pretty yeah. sure you had the little pigtails. Princess in your- Leia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> super cute. A lot of energy. Super nice. And, you know, I mean, like this is the first time I've ever really walked into you know, fitness place on my own. I walk in there, the music's pumping. So I find my place in the back row in the corner. Like I was that back row girl in the corner, like don't look at me. And the class started and there was just like this different energy. Mm-hmm. It just really, I felt had a f- much different feel in this class. It felt different. Her energy was different and it just grabbed me. Just something clicked with us. Like it just vibed. I kept going to her class and I kept going. And I just had like, I'm very competitive with myself, slowly moving to the center and then slowly moving forward. And at the time getting to know Ashley and long story short, and this has been a long story, but started dancing next to her. She kept encouraging me to, to become certified in the format and and start instructing because she saw something there and the difficulties in my own personal life. um, Instructing was not happening. Um, but she and I started working together anyway, and she was letting me choreograph songs and do them in her class with her. And then eventually the studio asked me to start instructing. And about a year later I did, but then the studio closed only about a month. Was it about a month after I started instructing? Yeah. This, yeah. The little studio closed and we thought it was the end of the world. We yeah, thought it was, thought and it this was is like shown up a few times in our story here where we mm-hmm. feel like everything is coming to an end and it's just going to be over. Because, but then when that door closed, the window opened, and we ended up getting picked up at another little sort of boutique gym in the area. And, um, and then it got even bigger and grew more. And well, the way that Groove was even created was when I became certified and we started teaching together, what we were teaching was not what would be considered legit Zumba. And we uh, heard that. What was the name right. of your class when you started so out? When I started out, I got certified in Zumba. So it yeah. was Zumba. But, but before every- Rebel, what was what was the name? Well, it was Groove. Groove. So was Groove. because Zumba, everybody would say to us, like, this isn't Zumba. And we're mm-hmm. like, well, we, we don't know what else to call it. And that's the only thing I was certified in. Mm-hmm. At the time, I wasn't like a group fit instructor. I thought so. It was just sort of like the legit thing. But then, yeah, we had to change it well we were like we zumba was 70 percent latin 30 percent international music and they were really cracking down at the time um and we decided you know what our our students love what we're doing we're not going to change and we loved it Mm -hmm. i mean because it's a very emotional thing um choreographing and music and all that it's very you know deeply emotional and you have to be able to connect with it to be able to to yeah. do it. It's and a form of like artistic expression. It really, well, really, it's our voice. I mean, a lot of these songs that you hear that we choreograph, like some of them are super angry and some of them are, are <laughs> yeah. just fun and sexy. And some of it's just, it's really how we're feeling at the time. It I just think kind of so comes funny out. about the music is that they're, I mean, they're so raunchy in some of them. And that <laughs> at first I'm like, Whoa. wow, did they just, <laughs> you know, did they just say pussy about 12 times? <laughs> And then all of a sudden it gets fun and cute. Like you yeah. just learn the moves. I know. It's <laughs> just sort of like, it, it's just kind of like the many moods of Ashley and Trisha, just like all wrapped up into an hour. It's <laughs> funny too, though, because we try to steer from the super derogatory. Right. I mean, because obviously that's, you know, not something we're fond of, but, 
And most of the songs are just like that. And so we, we're trying to be a little bit more. We definitely have something now. available for everybody. And, and we, we, and we do. kind of endearing, though. I think yeah. once you kind of get yeah. it's so funny connected because to the moves and the music, I know. it's yeah. funny. Well, well it's, it's funny. It's, you don't have to be like apologetic for it. You know, yeah, you have like permission not. to be here and just do what you want to do. And, just and like, let your hair down. Yeah. Let your hair down. Have fun. It's a dance class. You I know? have to ask. So let me pause for a second on the hair. Do you guys teach your instructors to not pull their hair back? Isn't that because, funny? No, we It don't. makes a huge impact of just the sexiness. Like, yeah. I'll tell you from, from my perspective, I don't feel very sexy, but I'm trying as hard as I can to just be loose. And right. so mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just wear it down just to see if I can move my yeah. neck yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's like a little piece of that's fun. And it's funny because that started, I don't know when, but I want to say that like, Maybe somewhere in time in Colorado. I don't know. Because we didn't used to do that. We always wore hats and uh-huh. had our hair up. And then some somewhere along the way, we ended up wearing our hair down. And now it's funny because it like wipes the sweat off my face, you know, <laughs> as I'm like, if I don't have my hair down, if I, it's like up, I'm just like pouring. Well, I think it kind of lends to, I'm, it, Rebel Nation has a look, you know, when we, I, I teach in a gym environment and everyone knows the rebels there's a look to it i mean we we have a clothing line as well which kind of assists in that but there is this people dress up for it they put makeup on hairs down kind of like street and urban and kind of they like get ready for these classes in which and it's kind of cool because it's become such an a like an event in their life that they and they treat it as such um we had there was somebody that joked with us one time about yeah. i put on <laughs> mascara for this class i don't even put on mascara yeah. when i go on a date with my husband like that's, that's the kind of comments we get but it's but there's this thing about you know when you're dressing for something that's you know they all say dress for success like there's this intentionality with with the whole thing and we're just seeing that with well with it's all self-care these, too like when you're yeah. staring at yourself in the mirror for an hour and you're wearing like they frumpy feel sexy fluorescent and that, lights yeah. and you're like oh like don't look good don't feel good yeah. but if you're like dressed up and you're they're feeling dressed up like they're going to the club you're feeling yourself you're like all right you know you just you maybe yeah you're gonna feel a little sexier they work do. a little and harder it, it does amazing things we watch these people in our classes transform before our eyes i mean you would not believe i know it's some of these transformations not just physically mm-hmm. but emotionally mentally with mm-hmm. these people just finding their inner sexy finding their inner strength these it's women in a our form of therapy yeah i have women a girlfriend who i brought to class her name is Paige. shout out to Paige. but <laughs> she came and she saw the videos and on any given day you'll see i'll have a little mom army of people that that come yes. um but this girl Paige came and she's like you know i've been looking for a workout i've been doing boot camps and things, but I don't really like it. And I've been watching this. And then she did the class and she's like, oh my God, I bet my husband would feel much better about me moving like this than doing 60 burpees, you know? Yeah, and I right. thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> oh yeah, we hear people say like, my husband likes that song. And it's like they're doing it at home or something for him. Like Rodeo, the new song. Yeah, they're like, what is, what, what class are you going to? What, this is in a gym? What? <laughs> Yeah, but it's so fun to watch them just really tap into, like digging down deep and like dusting off these parts of their life that they have forgotten about and and feeling young and feeling sexy again. And it really does make a difference in all aspects of their life, not just, you know, physically. I think it's like an awakening, you know, I know it was for me, like I literally woke me up. I don't think I even really knew who I was before this. I'm like a recovering people pleaser. Like mm. I kind of one of those people that just wants to say yes to everything and to make other people happy and end up like getting in a situation myself because I do want to do other things to make people happy. And so you just wake up to something and you're like, wow, it's huge. And you kind of find your edge too, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, I think for me too, I always say this because I am so hyper and like can't sit very long, <laughs> clearly. Um, I'm over here moving around all the time. This is what I do. <laughs> I love that you put your feet up on the couch. I know. I'm like, let me get comfortable. Yeah, so, well, you can always tell what kind of person I'm interviewing. Like right. some people will take their shoes off, sit sit down, I relax. About that too. I and like, some yeah. people will be more, you know, kind of buttoned up, <laughs> right. and, you know, on the yeah. edge of a couch. So I appreciate when people yeah. kind of lie down and just do whatever makes them feel comfortable. You know? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap over here. So for me, I feel like it's almost like a piece of like meditating because I do have a hard time sitting still and like doing the whole meditation thing for me. My 
head's moving. I'm like, I thinking. reject meditation too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I heard you say that before on, a, on one of your podcasts. I it's, try. I try. I know, I know it's something, it is a practice. I need to figure it out, but I respond really well to movement. And exactly. I wonder if you and I are similar it's in that way. It's a form of meditation. Yeah. Nobody but says to meditate, you have to be still. I mean, I believe there's all different kinds of it is because meditating, meditating is being present in the moment mm-hmm. that you're in and not thinking about anything mm-hmm. else. And when I'm doing rebel classes, when I'm there teaching or I'm in it, that's the only time of the day that I'm not thinking about what I have to do or what's happened or whatever. And I'm actually present in that moment and thinking only about that very moment. And that is meditation. And so yeah. I think that that's a big thing for a lot of people too. When you're in that headspace, it allows you to really dig deep um, and, and discover who you are when during the day you're doing all these different things and you just never go there in your head. You're just yeah. too busy. It's too noisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I think that's what happened you know, with me, I just, I truly found my voice and my strength, which I didn't. What is your strength? Just that I had a strength. I think that, you know, like, did you not feel strong? I mean, a mother of four homeschooling your children. It I sounds like I, you might have had some strength that was I inherent feel in like, there. Yeah, I think you don't look at it that way, though. I mm-hmm. think you look at it as like, for me, it was almost like just the community that I was was brought up in, you know, the homeschooling, conservative. Are your parents and, embarrassed? <laughs> Are they? You know, I get asked that a lot. Yeah. Um, so here's the situation. My, Are they disappointed? <laughs> no. I Okay, so I struggled personally with what I was doing, the, even the yeah. dance thing. Yeah, there's um, probably a lot of guilt. Through, yeah. There was a lot of breaking through of, of all of this stuff that I had been brought up to believe. And I felt like I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't even allowed to do this, listen to this music, dance, any of it, dress in leggings even. Like all of it was a huge mental um, shift. I went through and still going through what I what I call deconstruction, which is just kind of just breaking everything down, getting rid of all of this stuff that's in my head and building myself back up. And so it's been quite a process and, and it was very difficult in the beginning, but I will say this, that this is the first time in my life, and this is how I know that I'm on the right path, is I am more like myself as a child than I ever was in as, as an adult. Like, I felt like I was playing the role that was that I was told to play. Same. What does Same. that mean? Explain that. I think that you're of a lot of expectations. All the shoulds. On, like, you should do this. You should do that. It's all of that. And, and being expected to be this mm-hmm. person. Like, this is what is expected of you in your life. This is the role that you should be playing. And during that entire time in my life, I never felt like myself. I always felt like very uneasy. Mm. Um, and like I had to try really, really hard to be somebody. And I, and I remember feeling like it, that just like it was nagging to me. Like this isn't right. Something feels wrong. But now just even like teaching, it's so effortless and I don't feel like I'm playing a role anymore. It's like I walk in there and this is where I'm supposed to be. That's been hugely eye-opening for me um, as an adult. And I truly feel like now it's hard to explain, but it's like I'm channeling my inner child, like who I was before Mm. I became all of these other things. I'm back to that person. That's And that's been my journey. Is that how you feel when you teach? I think so. Or yeah. as as your place in the world, do you feel like you are kind of living your truth or living your essence? Kind yes, of thing? absolutely. And mm-hmm. I would say when I was growing up, and even at a very young age, I remember thinking, and I've thought about this recently, that I wanted to do something that made an impact. And I didn't know what that was, but I wanted, there was, I always felt like I had this higher calling, which is why I feel like when I went through what I went through with my son and it really set me back on my Mm -hmm. heels and brought me back to this place of, do you remember back when you wanted to make an impact in this world and what is it now that you're doing? And so it's so funny now because we're seeing you know, an impact being made on you, other people in our classes, we get letters and messages and texts and calls. Those must be amazing. So you have this rebel community. So there are like over 10,000 followers on Instagram. And then there's like this rebel nation that's got like 5,000 or a couple Mm -hmm. thousand. 
And there are people getting rebel tattoos on their bodies. I know. You know, I mean, this is like, <laughs> could you believe that? We're like, we don't it, even you know? have tattoos yet. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. <laughs> we, that's when, they beat us to uh, that. Allison, that's when shit gets real. <laughs> You're like, whoa. That's like, so I told, I looked at Ashley, I'm like, what? What's going y'all on? Y'all really like, do what's have a, going have on a here? responsibility to kind right? of continue this. <laughs> Like, it's not like I don't feel like it. Yeah. No, we don't well, have, we don't. And I think that's something too. Like it is so like when you were saying your story, it's like, we love to hear these things because it does inspire us and mm-hmm. it motivates us. Cause we're like, we were yesterday at the studio, you know, eight hours, like physical work and exhausting and our bodies hurt and we're like falling on the floor yeah (laughs) i know it gets worse and worse we're like i think the ibuprofen's wearing out so it's been eight hours we need to take more (laughs) but i mean but in sometimes even though it's a passion and it's a drive and we love it i mean sometimes it's exhausting we're like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it can be grueling and so when we hear these stories and when we go to our trainings and we hear from people like you it gives me chills like even talking about it because it's like a reset. It's like, this is why we're doing this. It's just so important. And that's why we love to hear that stuff. So let me ask you about, we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to the show. I mean, obviously these are culture changers. So these are people that are really doing some incredible things. At what point did you decide to make this a business and a brand mm. that is national? Mm-hmm. And you guys have a lot of components about it of how you guys have started a cult, which I love, <laughs> like a happy cult. <laughs> right. I've always wanted to be a cult leader. <laughs> so my mother, she cult. texted me when she saw the tattoos being done on people. And she's uh, like, have you guys, have you created a cult? Like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's getting branded. Yeah. yeah. So the story about how Groove became And how long has it been Rebel. there? So we're, it's 2020. So when, when did you become Rebel? We launched the end of 2016, December of 2016. And right. then you brought in a third. There is a third, well, Angela. Okay, so back up to um, mm-hmm. where we were at Hot Fitness and they were telling us we couldn't call it Zumba anymore. Well, we could call it Zumba, but we weren't Zumba. So the studio we worked at, all the classes were like one name words. So we had to come up with one word that we thought described our class so we picked groove Mm -hmm. and so we were groove and this was before rebel Mm -hmm. then we went to canyon at that little boutique gym and that's where angela stumbled into our classes there and angela approached us about taking it national and about she just like you walked into the class and she actually wasn't a big group fitness person um she was more into personal trainers and that sort of thing same as you she always saw like the lights off you know party lights going music pumping and she's like what is going on in there (laughs) she's like they're not working out (laughs) they're having too much fun yeah Yeah, this is not a workout workout. (laughs) her daughter was actually being um, trained by one of the trainers there at the gym for um, high school sports and the trainer had brought her into groove to get some cardio and so she went to pick up her daughter from from the gym and her daughter called her into class so that that's how she (laughs) wandered into our class and then she was in the back and she's doing it and and she was not convinced either when she first started it it was like she's like I am wearing a calorie counter and I'm gonna prove that this isn't a workout like she was totally almost like against it being a real workout she was really trying to debunk it for sure yeah Yeah. and I think in her head it's because she's like they've got something here but this can't possibly actually work this can't be better than spin or whatever yeah and so she uh after classes you know, was realizing she was actually burning more calories than spin classes and Didn't other she classes. she burn something like 700 calories yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 And so she's like, this cannot be right. So she would try to kill herself in other fitness format classes, trying to trying to see if her calorie counter was off. And it, and it wasn't. And it was fun. And she's like, how is this possible? Fast forward a little bit. Ashley was moving back to Atlanta. And we thought this was all happening in Colorado. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this was 2016 ish, like 2015, 2016 Mm -hmm. is when I found out I was moving back here to Atlanta. And so at the time, Angel had been going to classes and she'd been kind of like getting to know us a little bit. But we didn't realize that she had in her mind that she wanted to approach us to to talk about taking this national. And so when she found out that Ashley was leaving, it was kind of like it was another place where like this is going to die. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. another time. Right, exactly. Like, it's, it's not going to... Angela, she sat us down and she's like, so have you thought about doing anything with us? 
We're like, you know, I mean, not really. It's a passion of ours. We we enjoy it. We we like would do it for free. He's like, let's give it a shot. We all partnered together and we created Rebel. We branded it. That's the name of our company. And Groove is our dance fitness format. Strength is our choreographed sculpting format. We added that in when we branded because we also as trainers feel it's important that you cross train instead of referring people to like bar classes or Pilates classes, things of that nature, that we would create a strength training format, strength and resistance training format that um, mimicked the type of environment that Groove was, which was loud music, do it in that lighting, make it not feel like working out. And we saw huge changes when we did that in um, our students' bodies. And our own. My gosh. Strength mm-hmm. was like the, that was the kick. Y'all are jacked. Y'all are both <laughs> really lean, but very, very strong. Well, and we feel like, and that's all we do. We feel like people ask us all the time, you know, what else do you guys do? You have to do something else. And we don't. I mean, what you see us do is what we do. And it's because we're creating muscle through the strength program. And it's high rep, low rate weight. So it's it's very much the dancer's style of work it creates long lean muscles and then the the cardio burns the fat off those muscles so you guys also have a nutrition component at least from the community side of it like so you have a subscription base so mm -hmm, people can subscribe and they can cast their videos or whatever onto the tv wherever they are but i like that you put you can't outwork a bad diet yeah you that's, really can't. That's really, <laughs> it's so true. I've come back from Atlanta filming and oh we're working gosh. hard, yeah. but we are like, you know, let's go. I found Have some, some nachos. I found, yeah. some, I found some gluten-free fried chicken here. Do you know how long it's been since I've had fried chicken? <laughs> so um, good. I actually have celiac, so I have to eat gluten-free. Oh, okay. But um, no, I mean, I, we will f- we, we will find all the junk. I mean, we do. I've come back weighing seven pounds more. <laughs> I know. That's pretty, that's pretty it impressive. Happens. But we, so our nutrition piece. Must be some good wings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Richard's, it's right over there in Clock Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's so good. <laughs> our, but our nutrition, we call it eat like a rebel. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... Like anything prescribed when we're not nutritionist, but we just kind of tell people like how we eat. So it's more of like guidelines rather than us telling you, like we always say, go to a doctor, consult a doctor mm-hmm. before you are. Well, the reason how it even came about was Ashley and I get asked all the time, what do you eat? Yeah. All the time. Awesome. And so that's why we created Eat Like a Rebel. It's like, okay, well, we're just going to put out there what it is we eat. What does our diet look like? and champagne. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my diet. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, it's nine o'clock. I think I'll just have a glass. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the Eat Like a Rebel is. And we have annual fitness challenges in our Rebel Nation group. We have one well. coming up in May. Yeah, so we May do two challenge. a year. We do a um, little black dress challenge. So we do that right before the holidays. Like you can like get through the holidays without gaining the weight, mm-hmm. hopefully. And then May, we do May Day Challenge. So that's a fun one too, because it's like right before the summer where, and again, people are trying to getting ready for those, get into their best summer bod. bodies. Exactly. So, and they're usually six weeks. Yeah. And we also um, create special workouts for those as well that we put on our website. And um, is that part of the subscription base mm-hmm. or yeah, just it is. Okay. But the, the component that's in our Facebook community group is the accountability it's us sort of talking you through the, the community there yeah. yeah talking you through the challenge giving you mini challenges connecting people I mean it's been our, our challenges are so much fun and everyone has such a blast sharing their successes or their failures even if they need some support and encouragement it's it's a safe place we monitor our group very tightly we love that People across the United States are getting to know each other. Um, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It's the neatest thing. Yeah. But I want to hear about the components of the subscription or at mm-hmm. least the community behind the what you can do with it. This, I think, is astounding that you run this business across the country. You're like long distance business partners. Yeah. Right. You know, um, <laughs> as I gather, one of you will go out west and one mm-hmm. of you will come out yes. every few weeks or once a month or whatever right. to, mm-hmm. to Atlanta mm-hmm. and continue building these videos. But what I think is really interesting is how it's proliferated with your instructor training and that it's not just here in Atlanta or in Denver, but you have people in North Carolina and Texas and Nashville and in Florida and this whole community thing. So tell me how the instructor training works and what is your, what are your plans for growth? What is your hope to, to do with this? When we first started, we, we weren't even sure that we were, we were an online format. It wasn't even an instructor based format that kind of came a little later. Mm -hmm. And we had our first 
training, I guess you want to call it that. We really didn't have a training, our first training, but girls that have been teaching the format, like helping sub and sub our classes, we started finding out that while we're traveling, we needed subs, you know, we needed someone to hold down the fort. So our first training was kind of girls that had already been doing it. And we sort of just kind of grandfathered them in. Yeah, they already had a bunch of them had a background in fitness or dance and And been coming to classes. mm -hmm, And they knew all of our material. And so we needed to create content for our on demand classes. And so they were in the videos with us. And that was kind of our first beta test at training. And then from there, we our first training was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every training that we've had since has grown every single one. And it's been crazy. Um, the community of instructors and it's just getting bigger. And it's great because the online component actually serves really well as a, as a learning tool for these instructors, students in their classes. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into a class and you are getting, you know, 16, 17, 18 songs thrown at you in 60 minutes, that's, that's, that's a tough learning curve, especially if you're standing in the back. And so what we offer that most dance fitness formats don't is that can become a subscriber online and learn these routines. And then when you go into class, you can freaking rock it, get that sweat on, you feel more confident, um, which creates more success in the class, which creates a bigger class for you as an instructor. So we really encourage our instructors to get their students involved in our online because they're finding that it really builds us not only a strong community in their class, but also um, personal success. How do you help people? So let's say they get certified, they're not in Atlanta, or they mm-hmm. are in Atlanta or Denver, where there's a lot of representation of this class. How do you facilitate them finding gyms or facilities that are going to be able to host them to mm-hmm. teach rebel rebel classes? So what we have found, well, with our instructors, we, we do a lot of coaching on how to audition, how to present the brand, all of that, because we are fairly new to a lot of gyms. We have found that um, our instructors have been super successful with going into auditions with this material and the gyms are loving it and they're giving them a chance and then we're getting our foot in the door. But then also... We... Well, there's a lot of studios and like boutique style places mm-hmm. um, and we're working on some of the... Changes. The bigger chain gems right mm-hmm. now. So we're in Vasa, which is a West Coast type gem, mm-hmm. sort of like a lifetime or something like a big gem. We have a lot of girls there, mm-hmm. um, but we are working on, let's like in our goals this year, because we are, have all these instructors. You need a salesperson. I yeah. know. We talked about <laughs> we this. Just, uh, just this week, we, we just got um, confirmation that we have an instructor starting at Choose, which I don't know if Choose is out We here. don't have Choose. Don't know we need like a little case. LA fitness and like uh-huh. we need some lifetime, lifetime up here in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, we are launching in new gyms on a weekly basis. It's wow. been crazy how fast it's been spreading. And in a lot of them, chain gyms. So with what we thought was really a boutique format, the, the chain gyms are picking up. And we love it because our instructors are like, how can we create this you know, f- boutique feel that you guys have in these studios in like a huge group fitness room at a big chain gym? And Um, It really kind of started with one of uh, the instructors in um, Colorado who was the first one to get hired with Vasa. And she flipped the lights out. She bought, she went on Amazon, bought four four DJ lights, uplit (laughs) the corners of the room, and it kind of washed over the ceiling. And it totally changes the look of that room. So, yeah. So you, so shout out to Sherry. Hey, Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) So, but she really kind of launched that, that feel in a large gym and it works. They have now hired, you know, at that at that location, like five more instructors, and it's spread throughout other locations. Um, and we really like take the time. So when we're traveling, so she comes here to film Groove because I can't do it at altitude anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> when I'm here, or when she's here, and or I'm there, we always do um, instructor lives. So mm-hmm. we go into our, we have an instructor group on Facebook, very similar to the Rebel Nation group, where we like mentor our instructors. So like we have a live today at four actually. And so we'll go on there and we answer questions and we talk about different things, different topics. Sometimes it's like maybe how to do an audition, like what songs should you do and things mm-hmm. like that. So we're, like, we're trying to like offer, you know, just support. Like and continuing development yeah, education. Phase. Yeah, right, right. exactly. So what I think is amazing. So when I've gone to the classes, there are 60 people in a room and it's like, mm-hmm. 
Like all of the mirrors are completely fucked Right, up. I know, it's like a steam bath. You know, but somehow you make it work. And yeah. I think what, so I sit around and think about dumb stuff. And I was thinking about like a lot of the movements that you do, your arms are stretched out wide. Right. And what I think is so cool about that is that women never take the space ah, to so have their arms open wide. And Receiving. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So every time that even if it is just like the windmill or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, yeah, I, I feel a power in that. You I know? love that. And I imagine that other women do, but I don't think uh-huh. we ever take the space. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought about that. Or even just your arms up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I think, you know, the people in church that put their arms yes, up yes, like that. Yes, the feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would never do that, you know, yeah. but I would love to feel that free to yes. do that if I felt mm-hmm. it anywhere. And I think that's what it is. It is. It's a freedom. Yes. Of just letting go and just yes. put, it's like you putting your, your heart on the outside of your body at that yes. point. And you're not so guarded anymore. You're right. just releasing all of that. I don't think you realize how powerful it is yeah. just to put your arms out. I love that. And even like, yeah. like that whole thing is is really amazing. Well, and movement, free. right? Well, Move- we talk about that in our trainings with our instructors, delivery of movement and extension right. and, and how important it is because there is a different level when you take it to that different level of, of just being strong, I think mm-hmm. is really what it is. Yeah. But I also think, you know, you said the demographic is a lot of moms. Right. Um, and there are all different types of people, different ages. I was amazed. Too, I was, am- well, I'm amazed. Moms. So, you know, <laughs> I think it, what's amazing is that you actually have classes at 1130 and on Monday and Thursday mornings. Right. They're freaking packed like they are Saturday. I'm like, I don't know. these people work? I know. I'm there. <laughs> you know what? Taking a day, uh, you know, it's taking a break from work. It started not like that. When I moved back here, like nobody knew Groove and nobody knew Rebel. Yeah. And I had to find a place to teach. And that little 1130 class had like three people in it just like two years ago. So it's And awesome. that was a whole thing for her because she came from Colorado where this has been, we've been entrenched in this for years in Colorado yeah. and it's, it's got a huge following there. And she, we, you know, we're teaching classes of 60 plus people and then she moves and has to start over again. Yeah. That's a whole other story with her. Uh, that was humbling. At least you knew what was possible though. <sighs> You know, yeah. to be able to I do hoped. it one place. I hoped. I was in a bad place when I moved back here. It's yeah. I've been back here now for like three years and I feel like I'm finally settled, but it took a couple. Yeah. It's funny because I was dragged out to Colorado and then I was dragged back. <laughs> so it, it took some time, but I do feel like Dance 101 is, you know, where I teach now. It's like my home and the community there and it's strong and I feel that now. But it took a minute. <laughs> no, but it's really good because we've been through a lot of different experiences personally mm-hmm. and can speak to our instructors in different right. ways. And for her, you know, we get these instructors who are frustrated because they have three people in a class and right. she can speak to them of, well, let me tell you, <laughs> I went yeah. from here to here and this is how much work I had to put into it to get yeah. it to here. I don't think sometimes they feel like there's going to be a built-in class and that's not the case. It's hard oh, work. yeah, you do. People do think that. And you know, when you're up there and you're teaching in front of three people, it's like, it's funny because when you teach a dance fitness class, it's almost like you're hosting a party and you're inviting all these people and it's like three people show up and it's really hard not to like wear that emotion, especially when you're dancing because it is such an emotional thing, so powerful. Um, and so teaching to three people, it's like, how can I not let myself get in that headspace? I have to be like, there's 50 people in this room. This is amazing. Really try to like ramp myself up like that in order to get those three people to tell three people. And so, yeah, but it works. <laughs> We've been excited to see this format work in so many different types of places with so many different instructors. I mean, our instructors, yes, we provide the choreography for them, but they all have different styles and personalities. And we love seeing their students connect with them and it becomes successful in these different places. I think that's what's cool too, is that you can create your own style. It doesn't have to be exactly right. exactly yeah. like you guys do. Yeah. So I, I was at a conference this past weekend and there was a woman that was talking about this part of your body like the sacral part Mm -hmm. and that and that women just doing like hip movements Mm -hmm. just and this was not in the form of dance I think she might have been a yoga instructor Mm -hmm. or something 
But she was saying how powerful it is that it is your creative center. That's where you yep. have children and just giving some kind of platform to be able to move your body in that way is so freeing. And, you know, not to exclude anybody who is not a mother or a parent, I feel like being a mom is like a superpower. I think very often yeah. if you want something, <laughs> if you want to get something done, give it to a busy mom. Yes. And I think being able to layer this, this dance class that mm. kind of unlocks Mm -hmm. your ability to say yes to things that you may have been fearful of. Yeah. Totally. I think it really translates outside of the dance studio in a way that it builds confidence. It helps in the bedroom or if you're dating or something, you know, I think... Um, I think it's a really powerful platform that you guys are doing. Well, and we are finding too that there's been different uses. Some of our instructors have brought it to audiences that we never would have thought about. We've got an instructor who works as a teacher in the high schools, and she has been teaching it to her students as a way to connect them to combat teen suicide, which is such a you know huge epidemic right now. Wow creating that sense of empowerment of finding your voice of feeling like you're in control of releasing endorphins like and and actually you know talk about culture changers i mean she's it's just she's creating rebel clubs and we love to see this format being used in these different ways that we never dreamed would happen. We also had someone just pitch us creating a modified version of it for um, special needs families working mm. with their special needs kids because dance fitness seems to work really well for that population. So we're working with her right now to explore that opportunity and that that different way of using the format as well. So that's amazing. It's exciting. Yeah, it's it's really exciting to see all of like what we just this little dance class that we created several years ago being used in these powerful ways. And I'm wondering, I should probably ask this at the beginning of it. But what is your core mission? We want everyone to to experience what you've experienced. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like these people come in and it's a transformation. You know, they come into class and they're in their frumpy t-shirt. Like even Tammy from class, like she started coming to class, like she was heavier. She's wearing, I was teased her. I'm like, you're wearing like a nightgown. Like her t-shirt <laughs> was like a nightgown. And, you know, you see these people come in they're quiet um, and they're reserved and they like come out of their shell and then they're up front and they're ripping their shirts off and they're feeling confident and they're feeling good. And that is, I think what our mission is, is to get people mm. in the class to be able to transform themselves, to have this awakening and to, and yeah, everybody, everybody do rebel. <laughs> I feel like we're raising up an army almost. And, and I like love, I, I really love watching it because these people are becoming no longer followers but leaders that's really powerful it's it really is like Erin Shepard in class mm -hmm. the girl who's always on my yeah. right side she is a perfect example like she came to class and I didn't even know who she was for the longest time and she didn't talk to anybody and now you see her up there I mean she's ripping and roaring up there like mm -hmm. she She's totally come alive. She's a we're totally seeing, different person. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing with um, amazing. the city of my class. Like, yeah. you know, this girl is in like long sleeves You've in the seen corner. Her Rebel Nation, I'm um, sure. She's an amazing photographer. She takes a lot of her photos now. She was this person who was hiding in class mm -hmm. and now is just like up front. She's one who got a tattoo. She's up front. She, I mean, she's a different person. Crazy to see the transformations and kind of sets you back a little bit. And you're like, what is happening? But it's so funny but, because I feel like people who know us well have said the same thing about us yeah through this yeah. like I mean it's funny because I see pictures of myself you know 10 years ago and I'm like who is that person like I don't feel like I can even understand who who I was what I was thinking and it's just it's unbelievable it's, it is crazy yeah, yeah. and that I know everyone that's close to us thinks we've changed a lot too oh yes yeah, and we've gone through the same evolution that our students right. are going through. And that's exactly what we wanted when we started this is yeah. we want to give that space that we had, that opportunity that we had to become who we are. We want to give that to other people. And then they're giving that, our, they're becoming instructors and giving that to other people. And then they, and it's just like become this exponential thing. And it's, yeah. it's been crazy to watch. That's and like a beautiful organic growth too. It is. And you our know? trainings yeah. are very, very different than other fitness trainings that we've both been to. Our trainings are um, like transferring this like emotional piece to our instructors mm -hmm. and like letting them know that they have this responsibility now. Like we're passing this to you mm -hmm. and this is what people are going to be like, like getting from you. And it's huge. And it really does. It is a lot 
not. We really focus on that in our trainings with our instructors. Yeah, so. it's, not, it's not just a fitness training. It's almost like in the beginning, it's almost like a therapy session. Oh, yeah. Everybody's crying. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. I was crying the whole time. <laughs> I was in tears for like ever last our last training I couldn't stop yeah crying. the stories we heard in our last training had <sighs> Ashley and I looking at each other like oh my that's what God. I think is amazing because everybody has a story that'll bring you to their yes, knees you know everybody and I think that we never it's hard to give ourselves permission to feel joy yeah and so offering a space for that is where I feel like rebel does such an amazing job to honor not only the story but invite the joy yeah. and let it be okay to feel joy especially as a mother especially as somebody who's got a lot of responsibilities and is Mm -hmm. trying to do things people don't give themselves permission no they don't especially mothers I feel like we it's hard like if and I even find myself doing this like we'll do some yoga classes I'll do yoga to like stretch out my body you know but it's I feel like there's always a million other things I should be doing and putting myself in that yoga. I know it's going to be better for me and I'm going to show up better for everyone. But going there and doing that, it's hard as a mom, you know, because you feel like you feel guilty. You have that mom guilt. So, I mean, it's taking that time to go do something for yourself like a couple of times a week, one hour feeling the joy, getting the endorphins, you know, getting that meditation time. It's imperative. Like we have to do that. Well, it's just creating this whole community of people that are so much healthier Mm -hmm. um, internally as well as physically, but just internally has been, it's been huge. And it's amazing to me how these, like even our trainees, you know, when they share the kinds of things that they shared with us, I think I was in shock that they were, they felt that they were safe enough in that community to share. I know. And in those trainings, I mean, those trainees, they become friends. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really um, provided a place of belonging to a lot of people that don't feel like they belong anywhere. Well, right. The classes are like that too. Yeah, you right? know, like I have people come up to me and say, I've seen you in here. I haven't met you yet. Like mm-hmm. you don't do that. Like right, even yeah. when you just, you're coming and going. And so to feel that welcome yeah. and even Tammy, you know, the welcome committee. Yes, she is. <laughs> you know, man. like I think I'd gone to a few classes and she's like, we have not met yet. And that <laughs> is not good enough. <laughs> Tell me, who are you? How did you get here? You know, yeah. is this your first class? We're so glad you're here. Yeah. And so it just, out. I think it's amazing amazing community of people that are genuinely happy that you're there and you somehow figure out how not to get in their spaces I know right (laughs) you know even when you're putting your arms outstretched wide so how do people find you so our website is rebelfit.com so reb3lfit.com and then we also have um, our social media our handles on Facebook and Instagram are rebel fitness again (laughs) reb3l that three is tricky (laughs) it is Um, if you're looking for live classes we do have a class locator on our website so you can type in your city or your zip code oh that's awesome find some local classes we also have on there um, trainings if you're interested in becoming an instructor our next training is in Atlanta at the move convention april 26 i have signed up for it i heard about that i'm so excited and then we our next training after that is in dallas may 2nd and 3rd at shapes and flower mound um and we're i don't have we're tossing around some ideas i think right now what we're gonna do some possibilities for some other places that we're working on right now as well um we just had a training in colorado which was our biggest yet we're excited we're um definitely kind of launching into 2020 pretty we're coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a fajita. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Ashley you. and Trisha. This was so thank great. Thank you for having us. I just felt that Ashley and Trisha were so relatable. Didn't you? I've linked everything in the show notes, including the promo code for a free month. And honestly, once you try it, I would love to hear your feedback. Text me at 470 470- Two four two six three one one, and let me know what you thought. And Little Left of Center podcast is available everywhere you listen and more. It's also streaming on Salesforce Radio and on Decatur FM. Please subscribe to my podcast. It means so much to me. Leave a five-star rating and review. It helps people find me and really helps me shape future episodes that will only get better with your input. Culture changing is really a movement, but only works when the ideas are shared. I hope you share this episode. I'm so thankful for you listening, and I will see you next week.